podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. <laughs> yeah! Oh, no, wait, wait, let me just pull up the table. Sorry, 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 sorry. Let me pull up the table. Let me get my, 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 my flowers in the view of the thing. Because <laughs> you know you need flowers. Yes, spread the ranking. Let How us you doing, start. my brother? <laughs> Let us start as we mean to go on in the magical words of dream it, believe it, become it. Come on up, come on up, come on up. You better believe that. <laughs> you got the Benny Hill hat on again. <laughs> it's not Benny Hill, man. Benny Hill never used to, it was Benny from Crossroads. Crossroads, yeah, 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 that Benny, that Benny. <laughs> Uh, also, before I even start, I mean, um, I'm please forgive on the eating thing, but it's like it's at the time where the prayer just finishes, so it's iftar now for all my Muslim brothers. My next door neighbors, who are there's some tech guys, come around and bought me a big plate of food ton. So I've got to say a massive thank you to my neighbors of, of next door. Yeah, I mean, they even started to watch the show, so thank you, and like they're Indonesian. So they made me some rice. It's like a sticky rice with some slow-cooked beef. And the thing's just ridiculously delicious. So thank you so much to you guys, man. So thank you for making us feel all hungry now, Spence. And they also made me some date juice as well. So thank you. <laughs> all right, cool. But you don't need to be drinking and eating and everything in front of us. We don't want to see that. Well, I could turn off the camera, but it's the times and like, I'm not going to... Anyway, let's continue. Tun, the, um, the amount of people, and what we're going to do, we're going to put, uh, I think Gary's going to put the link for the show, and we're going to give the opportunity um, for people to air their opinion, because so many people have been contacting me and Tundi, and it was weird that, um, yes, yes, Paul Johnson, that Indonesian food is next level. It certainly is. And they, Tundi, you love it, because they don't muck around with pepper. Mm, yeah, matter of fact, I'm gonna talk to him to cook me some more of this thing, you know, because this thing is serious. Already 100 people on the live. Thank you so so much. Greatly appreciated to every single one of you on the live right now. Yeah, Gary's gonna throw the link into um into the comment section, and then you guys can jump on. Tundi, what can we say about yesterday's performance from Anthony Well, Listen, I'll be honest with you. The whole day is gone. And I've been looking forward to hear of your comments. Okay. <laughs> because, because last night we were there and I, I absolutely know now, I mean, I can speak for myself, that I feel that it was because I was so, what's my... I agree. Whatever you say right now, Tundi, I agree with you. I know what you're going to say. Continue. I mean, yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. I feel that it's because we were emotionally attached to that fight. Sorry, one second, turn. That's my door, but continue anyway. I'm listening. You know, obviously, we wanted uh, AJ to win in uh, such a spectacular um, manner, which I'm sure he wanted to himself without me and Spencer putting that type of energy on him. And it's just not the way we expected to go. But that was then. So, uh, you know, I, I'm never quick to anger. I'm, I'm always slow to anger, as they say. And um, the reason why I said that, because whoever I was interviewed by last night, I said, first and foremost, let me just congratulate Ade. Hold on, before I even say that, big up Vader, it's the Snapchat thing. 
Big up, Monty Singh. Thank you for the £20, sir. He said, evening, fellas. Saw the fight last night. I'm going to be 100 and say there was positives and negatives, as you would. Facing a top three heavyweight... <coughs> sorry. Facing a top three heavyweight uh, at the minute is not a great idea. Two more fights under Derek James and we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that from a lot of positive people uh, within the last 24 hours. So, yes, that's a fantastic point there uh, made by our brother, Monty Singh. Thank you for the £20. But as I was saying, it's like when I was there and I was watching the fight, I was shouting, literally, at the top of my voice for some urgency. Um, because I felt as though AJ wasn't working enough. Even the shots that was coming to him, I was like, fam, <laughs> bro, defend yourself. Let's fire. Let's go. And then when I watched it this evening, this afternoon and this evening, I realized how being at a fight is 100% diametrically different from actually watching it at home, on the screen, in the comfort of your own home. And the reason why I said that, you know, another guy, another trainer, Jamie, up there, trainer um, of Kyle Davis, a young undefeated light heavyweight, um, doing very well. He said to me this evening, that why is that, Tun? Why is it that when we're watching it live, you go back home when you watch it, it's a different fight? And I had to explain to him that, you know, when you're there in real time, you're seeing the shots in rule, you know, you're seeing the speed of it, the effect of the shot, uh, the venom of the shot, and you but but the main thing is that you're only seeing it from one angle, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the main point. When I went home and watched this fight, I'm actually gonna say it was a satisfactory performance. <laughs> it was a satisfactory performance. I'm not gonna like I, I basically feel that AJ box well. <laughs> As well, I mean, you know, I, I never said nothing negative yesterday, and I'm definitely not saying nothing negative now. It was, it wasn't an explosive performance, but it was a decent performance against someone, let's not forget, that pushed Dylan White to the limit. Anthony Joshua is coming off of two defeats. And so, if anything, this was a great fight to build his confidence and get him back to where he wants to be. But at the time, I was like, let's just look at the tapes, go back. I said it on a boxing, uh, uh, boxing, what's it? Behind the gloves interview. We'll go back, look at the tapes, and we'll come again. So that was my whole take on the fight. What I'm going to do now is read some of the comments from you all. <laughs> um... um on how you feel the fight was. Big up 195 people on the live right now. Let's press that subscribe button, that like button while Spencer's getting his food, his takeaway. You know, this guy's always eating. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's the matter with Spencer. But anyway, let me, let, me, let, me, let me go back and big up a couple people. Big up Daniel J. Boateng, Daniel Grace, uh, Shagun Johnson, Andy B, 28, Steve Bailey in the building, Joe Barrow, AAV Develops, Bobby Wright is here, always, Ryan Marengo, my man, May Kuta, come on, <laughs> yeah, videos of you, uh, timing is everything, and I definitely agree with that, uh, I've been, ND, ND, hello to you, sir, 
uh, Michael N. Dream it, believe it, become it. Anyway, let's 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 delve into this thing. Let's delve into this thing. I want to know from the people what your thoughts were on this particular fight. Checkmate seven three four says it was a good fight. Franklin was game opposition. Good test for Joshua. Um, he got a lot of the rounds to test his skills and stuff he worked on in camp. And that is definitely, I said it in the interview with Behind the Gloves as well. What we all have to take into consideration is that Andy Joshua has joined this new trainer, new team, new environment. You even hear him say in an interview prior that, you know, he saw Errol Spence working for 45 minutes, then switch, then another 45 minutes straight. And it's just all new to him. But but having watched the fight back again, you can actually see how he was downloading or he had downloaded the information he'd been learning the last few weeks and he was trying it. He, he was trying it. So, I mean, what more do we want, really? What more do we want from him? The fact is, is that now he's in a position after having that win. <coughs> Sorry, I don't know where this cough has come from. After having that win <coughs> to test his skills against another fighter. A win is a win, um, and, and that's how you have to look at it. Michael Thomas says, AJ's chin in the air like Beanie Siegel's song, feel it in the air last night. Bro, this is what I'm trying to say. Some of you brothers, you're just too hard on um, um, uh, Anthony. You're too hard on him. Because I'm like, I'm going to say it again, because I said it to um, my guy at ringside last night, um, the diversity guy. Um, I cannot forget his name, Mr. Banjo. I was like, people seem to forget this guy. And I'm, I mean, it's kind of an old ground, but what he's actually achieved in a short space of time. Uh, but what I was saying to him also is that, unfortunately, in this sport of boxing, people really don't care. <laughs> they might see my walking out that O2 saying, rubbish, load of rubbish. They was like, bro, he's done out here. I'm like, mate, well, like, well, like, I don't get it. Like, what do you mean he's done out here? He just come back from two defeats, and he's on the he's on the rise again. Oh, Ty Harlem, Arleen Boston, Steve Bailey said he fought well, had a good job. Was that was that gone, gal? Um, Steve Bailey said he fought well, had a good jab in the early rounds, and let his hands go in the last couple of rounds. Stamina looked down to stamina looked good down the stretch, which has been questionable questionable in the past. I agree, fifty percent. Sometimes it's easy to look good against someone that really then there's no pressure on them. You see, and again, this is why it's a rebuilding situation because oh no, where's Spencer? This is a rebuilding situation because doing twelve rounds. I'm here, Tony. I'm just stuffing my face, bro. With your what? Wait, your what? What are you doing, Spence? One second. What, what are you doing? Why are you stuffing your face? Why can't you just wait to the thing done? We're only on this thing for an hour and you're stuffing your face. I don't get it. What's the matter with you? <laughs> These are people. This guy is just, he just ain't got no behavior. He's just got no behavior. He just got no, you can hear that. Everybody in the audience can hear the plate and the knife crackling. I just don't. Bro, you're just not professional, are you? Why can you not wait to the show finishes to eat? Why? <coughs> yes, we have to drink. But why do you feel the need to week in, week out, come with this eating thing? 
Bobby, videos to view. And you're still going to chew in front of everyone's mouth. That's what I don't get. All right. Like I said, all my Muslim brothers and sisters who are fasting. I don't business about that. I don't yeah, you about don't. That. You, that's good. I'm glad that you don't. But I, I don't do. business about that. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm glad that you don't. You always do the same nonsense. You try, you try, you try calm it down by all my Muslim brothers and that. Bro, TV presenters are Muslims. So don't try, don't try come with no excuses. All my Muslim brothers. So oh, so now all of a sudden we're supposed to just oh yeah, you know what? Spencer talking about all these Muslim brothers. Guess what? Your Muslim brothers ain't on the thing. They're not live. They're not live on the on the internet. Yeah, but you got you can take up. You talk so much, you can talk for the both of us. It doesn't know. I don't want to talk for the both of us. I want to do a collective thing. You're telling me about oh you bro, Gary, that's what he always does. Gary, the man behind the cam. That's what he always does. He always tries to bust the religion one on us. Fam. <laughs> we, don't, we, we don't care about that. That's how I said you. I don't care. I've had enough now. You have... <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take it to even more serious because since Spencer wants to stuff his face, I'm going to Bro, I don't know what's about with this guy. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to the fight is right someone who I respect highly. I'm proud to say that I have been in the green chair, the famous green chair. And you know you got to be special to get in that chair nowadays because it's not a joke. He's he's literally raised the price. It coming like the John Wick book. Like, he's raised the price on the chair. <laughs> it's not any and anyone can sit in that chair. So let without further ado, let me introduce to you. I'm going to call him Mr. Talksport, Mr. The Zone, uh, and Mr. Boxing with Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ade, you're gonna you're gonna kick me out of the head, but you're disgrace. Uh, you're disgrace uh, uh, to every night you're to me. Hola dipo. That's how you say it. <laughs> Wait, bring it, bring the man, bring the man. In. Oh, bring the man himself in. Well, one second, Tunde. One second. You're the Nigerian here, and you get the pronunciation wrong, Tunde. Aladipo. That's him. disgusting. You know what? I'm gonna give you a joke, Ade. A guy come in the gym here, and he was like. I'm like, mate, I'm from OK Road. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, who that Yoruba business you're talking to me? I don't know that about that. I'm from, I'm from the ends. I'm from OK Road, but that was funny. Uh, Anthony Yard always brings up that story. But yes, sir. Hola, Dipo. Mr. Adi. How you doing, sir? What's going on, peeps? Good, man. Good, good. Obviously, yesterday was busy, crazy, frantic. You know, it was good to see the O2 Arena packed. It's been a it long was. time yeah. since we've seen the O2 Arena packed out, 20,000 celebrities ringside. I'm seeing Bukayo Saka one side. I'm seeing Wilfred Zahar. I'm seeing Maya Gemma backstage, a lot of people. Um, but ultimately, um, we're obviously there to see the return of AJ, right? They build it as the new dawn. And we wanted to see AJ perform. And like, I saw Spencer straight after. I, mean, I, I was actually looking for Spence. I was like, Spence, what do you think? Because I know Spence will give it to me honest. And everyone was like, not sure. Not sure if we got what we wanted to see, um, what the people wanted to see. Like, I wanted a knockout, Tunde. And um, yes, I'm not going to pretend, because AJ went 12 rounds, that I, I'm happy with what I saw. I'm happy for him. But obviously, AJ's my guy. But ultimately, I wanted to see him be a bit more aggressive. Look, Jermaine Franklin, behind the scenes, is, is known as a decent boxer. But he was picked for AJ to look good against. Wasn't a yes. mandatory. It wasn't a world title fight. He was plucked. Like, okay, AJ, you can beat that guy. You can look good against that guy, and we didn't really see it, did we? 
do you feel that I mean obviously you was there as we as all of us here were um have you watched the fight back on TV yes and Addy's of the same thing as what we're saying Tundi and, and it, looks totally different. it looks better on TV on TV I'm like okay um AJ's jab was good he went to the body a couple of times the right hand was good and, and that shows how different it is watching it on TV and watching it live. Because watching it live, I'm like, like even Tony Bellew, I think, gave Jermaine Franklin a round live. And I'm like, one second, Jermaine yeah, Franklin won a yeah. couple of rounds here. Mm. But on TV, it looked like AJ was winning most of the rounds. So it, it's strange, but I don't know. Maybe I got carried away. Look, you know what it is? When you're a fan of someone, you, you maybe are a bit more harsh. Like I've been harsh on your boy Yard because I'm a fan of his. So I'm like, yeah. come on, Yard. You know, you're a fan, so you may be more invested. But let's not get away from it. Jermaine Franklin is, what, a top 20 guy? We're still yeah. trying to say AJ is a top five guy. AJ, I'm trying to, I'm watching that thinking, what would Wilder do to Franklin? What would Joyce do to Franklin? What would those top guys, even a Jared, Jared Anderson, what would he do to Franklin? Yes. And I just felt yes. like maybe, maybe AJ was a bit gun shy. I'm not quite sure. Maybe he just didn't want to let his hands go enough. Mm. Well, well, this is uh, one of the things. Sorry to cut you, We can't. The Snapchat money, we can't muck around with that. <laughs> Big up Dana Jones. Thank you for the $5. She said, Frank is a lot better fighter than people think. If he lost nine pounds, he could be the WBC bridgeweight champion. AJ did okay. Um, I've lost that last part. Um, AJ did okay, but Wilder would stop him. And I think, I, I don't think anyone's getting past that. I think this is basically what Ade is saying, but you know, to, 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 to just get straight to the point, what do you feel is the ideal fight for Anthony Joshua next? Because he did say, I mean, I heard you ask him the question. Um, and, I, you know, AJ's reply was, Who's the, who, who do the fans want? Mm. The fans shouted fury. Um, and, it, you know, Anthony's words were, the balls in his court, I 100% uh, would be honoured to compete for the WBC Heavyweight Championship of the World. It would be an honour. Uh, wherever you are, Tyson, if you're listening, you know my management, you know my promoters. And um, mm. in a nutshell. But what do you think is the best move for... I mean, listen, we're not his trainers, Addy. We're just people yeah. looking from the outside. But what do you feel is his best move next? I, I don't want to see the Fury fight next for AJ just because I want to see the best AJ that I think against Fury. I, look, it's a big money fight. So the people behind him, the zone, Matchroom 258 will want it because you know what, it makes a lot of money. But for yes. me, I want to see AJ mentally, and that's a big thing and we'll probably talk about that, mentally ready for Tyson Fury. The mm -hmm. AJ I saw yesterday, again, it's difficult because I'm, I am team AJ, but the AJ I saw yesterday, Tyson Fury will play around with that AJ because Tyson Fury is elite right now. He's, he's I know he's having this issue with Usyk, but... Remove all that from that. Tyson Fury is a good boxer, a big yes. boxer, strong. Yeah. He's now sitting on his punches as well. We've seen that, right? See what he mm. did to see how he played with Derek Chisora. And look, obviously Derek's not AJ, but this Tyson Fury, what he did to Dillian White is, is no joke. I was um, there. I, I asked him about Fury just because I should ask him. Right? I should yeah. ask the guy who is the number one. Do you want to fight the number one in the world? You should ask that question. But I think they're going to go Dillian White. I think it makes sense for them to do Dillian White. I think Derek James needs a couple of camps with AJ for AJ to be ready for a Fury, a Joe Joyce, or a Wilder. Right now, well, I would I say... Ask 100 people, Spence, could that AJ beat Tyson? I know it's all about styles, and you guys know more about the boxing game than I do, but 
Could that AJ beat Fury? I think if you ask 100 people, I think 99 would say no. Interesting. Mm. And, and, uh, and, uh, and the one person that would say yes is Anthony Joshua's uncle. I'm just going to be real. <clears throat> what I saw yesterday, and this is the thing is this, like, <clears throat> I can see it in, 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 I can see it again in, in the Joshua camp. And I can see this gas thing going on in his camp. Right? Yeah. And be truthful. Right? Don't be economical with the truth. The one that really dropped it to me properly was Benga, his cousin. Like, Benga said to me, like, no. And he was telling me all the intangibles that made the good points for Anthony Joshua. And like I said, like, me and Tundi was there, like, shaking our heads when we was ringside. You know I mean? Tundi, Tundi was uh, uh, more diplomatic with his thoughts. But you know me. I'll just shoot from the hip. And I was not impressed with that simply because this, this is how I am. When he, the link up with Derek James, in my head, I'm saying, yes, finally, you're going to be in that camp in Texas. You're going to be around other noted assassins. You are going to become an assassin. They're going to get you into that, that assassin mindset. You know what I mean? Energy goes where it flows and iron sharpens iron. You're going to be on it and you're just going to be this guy. But what I did see technically, I saw improvements like, I could see like how he's how he's blocking the shots, um, how he's catching um, how he's catching Franklin's left hook, but he should have been firing back as he caught it. But he wasn't firing no combinations; he was firing one shot, one shot, and because of that, it made it because I reckon my level and Tundi's level of expectation was right. You're meant to blast out this guy. Yeah. In my mind, I said you're meant to just destroy this guy. If this guy goes six rounds, like I said, you should retire. Meaning, as a motivational thing. You're meant to just blast at this. No. But stylistically, if we look at Anti Joshua, Ruiz, not a tall heavyweight, not a big heavyweight. He's big in, in, in body mass, but he's not a big heavyweight, right? Um, Usyk, not a big heavyweight. He struggles. Dylan White, in comparison, height, well, he's not a big heavyweight in t today's comparison. And, and neither is Franklin. Franklin's smaller than those guys. And mm. we've seen that AJ struggle with these guys, but great fighters find a way to do the business on you, irrespective of what's in front of you, they find a way to just go and do it. And Tundi noticed, like, there was blood on his on his top prior to him coming out. Remember Tundi? Like, he must have had a nose bleed in the change room. I don't know if Derek James would box him in his nose with a pad or something. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, how do you feel Derek has um, impacted Anthony Joshua's career thus far, and do you feel it is a great, a good matchup for AJ moving forward? I thought, look, Derek James. Obviously, look, you only have to look at his stock of fighters and, and know there's a good trainer there. Um, and I thought, but especially, I know a lot of people talk about Errol Spence, but I thought maybe the Jamel Charlo thing was key here because Jamel Charlo lost to Tony Harrison, and I thought, okay, the way Jamel Charlo bounced back from that, so I thought, okay, AJ suffered a defeat. You know, AJ could maybe learn from that. Um, but there's only so much Jamel Charlo could do with what's up here with AJ. A yeah. Jamel Charlo can get him in the greatest shape. AJ looked Derek good. James, Derek James. Sorry, sorry, Derek James could get All him right. in the greatest shape. We, we know that. He, he clearly, as Spence said there, the right hand was, was good. He was parrying shots. He went to the left. But up here, AJ doesn't want to seem to let his hands go. AJ's 18 stone free yesterday, maybe even a bit more ring time. He was nearly two stone bigger than, than uh, Jermaine Franklin. And there were times where they were kind of wrestling. I'm thinking, AJ, push him to the ropes and yeah. bash him up. You're too big for him. You're too I big. Bash shouting. him up. Like, what's going on? And there were times when they were clinching, and then they were just unclinched. I'm like, 
what, what's, what's happening here? Like, you were built for destruction. Against okay. Usyk, you were built for speed. You're yeah. now built for destruction. Forget boxing ability, just fight. Okay. You know, like we know Dylan White's not the greatest boxer, but Dylan White will fight. Okay. Uh, Wilder's not the greatest boxer. Wilder will fight. Our boy Chisora ain't a great boxer, but you know what? I'm just going to fight. And I'm thinking, AJ, sometimes, forget this boxing ability, just fight sometimes. Yes. And against Jermaine Franklin, I thought there was an opponent in front of him where I just want to see him maybe just bite down on the gum shield a little bit and just fight. Mm. So, so what do you say, Abby? Um, I totally agree with what you're saying, by the way. Um, we know Derek James's fighters to be, and the way the style of training he he, he adapt, adopts is very, you know, he, his fighters are aggressive, they're very pugnacious, um, and they come forward. So if we know that style is the Derek James style, so to speak, do we think that the, the problem lies deeper than just saying fight? The point yeah. I'm saying is that, yeah. do we feel like it's more of a mental yeah. um, situation than a physical? Yeah, it is. It's mental now. I think we've seen it in a lot of his fights. We saw it in the, we saw it in the second Ruiz fight <clears throat> where he lost a lot of weight and, and started to box. We saw a bit of AJ being a bit more aggressive against Pulev, but the, the two Usyk fights, we can see there's a mental block there. And look, maybe this is an AJ that's so used to so used to running through people early on in his career that when he did get put down on his backside or pushed back a bit, it's like, whoa, I'm not used to this. Like, I'm used to like running through people and they kind of just almost cowering up. Now people yeah. are fighting back. There's a bit of a problem there. But, um, okay. but I will say this. And look, you're a trainer today. It does take a long time to get in sync with your trainer. So Derek's in, the, Derek's in the corner giving AJ advice. It's going to maybe take three or four fight camps. For, and I don't know if AJ's got that, but it's going to take three or four fight camps for AJ to fully understand what Derek wants and for Derek to be able to give AJ the right information. I don't think that happens in one fight camp. Correct. Um, let me just say, Bobby Wright, thank you for the 499. He said, Dylan White should be next. He will have no chance uh, to let his hands go. Thank you, King. Could you put it up, King? OP, the great Gary, uh, I saw a contribution there. Uh, he said, thank, thank you, you so for much the £10. For the 10 pounds. Said, all three of you, I know AJ is your guy, but you got to keep it 100. The mark of a real friend. I was there last night, very disappointing. AJ moved very robotic and confused about some shots to throw. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't actually see, I mean, it did look that, but when I watched it on TV, he was actually quite fluid. Like, and this yeah. is what I'm saying. Like, we watch boxing uh, live from one angle. The beauty we have is when we watch it on TV, we can see things more clearly. And so, when you're when you're at an event, you're only you're one, you're watching it in real uh, real speed, and two, you haven't got the benefit of watching boxing from all sides. So, yeah, yeah, I, I think he was a lot better um, on TV than he was. Or how, yeah, yeah. how we he was creating right. angles when I watched it on TV. I saw angles, like I saw stepping to the right, fainting. Yes. I saw a bit more. Obviously, I'm just watching it from one angle. I'm like right next to where the commentary team is, so I'm only seeing that as opposed to TV where you get to see everything. So, yeah, you're yeah. right. Maybe on TV, it looks a lot better, but I still think we're, we're moving away from the fact that that's Jermaine Franklin. And I feel bad saying this, and I spoke to Jermaine Franklin as well after and apologized because. You know, it might come across as a bit rude, but I expected AJ to blast through this kid. So like I. blast through him. 
And I, yes, I remember sir. it going past six round. I'm thinking, okay, please, the next round, get rid of him. Because I know everybody, everybody right. thought, Addy, everybody thought that, right? Yeah. Let's just be real. Everybody mm. thought that. I was just so rambunctious to turn around and say, if it goes past six rounds, me and Tony was talking. I said, if this guy goes four rounds, something's wrong, right? Mm. Something wrong. And it didn't. And what I'm seeing, I'm seeing, I'm seeing with Anthony Joshua, I'm seeing him like he's very hesitant to engage right and that can only that can only be a part of of the mental why you're not engaging Ade don't you think that he listen I I hear it and I you know as again I I, I went I came home and I I did say it last night because again I'm slow to anger and I like to look at the positives while they're there but are we not being a bit too hard on AJ and not giving Franklin the respect he deserves? Because he's now taken two good fighters, top 15 fighters, the distance. Um, AJ may have done a better job than Dylan, but are we not giving him a bit of credit? Or should we be giving him more credit for, for, for the performances he's displayed? Go on, Spencer, so you put your hand up. I'm, I'm going to say this now. Franklin has fought two men that have fought him after coming back from a defeat. Now, there's got to be some form of mental blockage when you come back from defeat, right? Mm -hmm. Especially when it comes to uh, um, Dylan White. Even though Dylan White is very rugged and, and pig-headed and, and hard-headed, you got knocked out by Tyson Fury that you're going into a, a fight, even though you're going into it, you're still... That, that's going to that's gonna be somewhere in the subconscious. It's got to be there. has to be there, right? Mm -hmm. AJ coming off of a fight against um, Usyk where you lost it and there's a lot of weight. There's a weight of anticipation to say, what kind of AJ are we going to go see? So you're going out, you think, well, I've got to look a certain way and I've got to look overly sexy. I've got to look to show people like what I've got. That's why his hands was too tight up here and like he was... Um, he was methodical in, 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 in his movement. There wasn't, there wasn't a lot of fluidity with Anthony Joshua yesterday, right? When I was there ringside, when I came home and watched it on TV, his movement looked all right. His footwork looked all right. I'm kind of, I'm kind of shocked of, of what I've seen. I, I know, like, when you're when you're there, and I think it's more so to do with like, you want to see the best of him. So because you want to see the best of him, and he, if he doesn't give that hundred percent in your mindset, what you're going to see, then anything is not good enough. And that's what's happened. Yeah, you know, I want to see the best of him. Sorry, before go on, you re before you before you retort, um, Addy. Thank you, Lance Noor. Um, Ade, love your media progression, but uh, but you are being too harsh on a guy that has carried the black image. What's that? Image, I'm guessing that? it's meant to say image, yeah. Uh, uh, on his back, okay. Um, and black people so unsupported. How? Well, we're so. gonna do. We're gonna. I mean, no, don't just palm it off. Let's deal with what we're <laughs> <about first. laughs> let's, let's do with what we're we'll talking about first, and then no, we'll get back. Thank you for the five pounds, sir. Tundi, Tundi, Tundi. Yeah. Seriously. And it's an honor to have there's there's three men on here of color, right? Talking the rules to somebody is support. Mm. Right? Yeah. It's when you lie and try to gas them up. That's when you're being unsupportive. Yeah. Agreed. Right? Agreed. Yeah. If I do something wrong, I would I enjoy the times where someone can reprimand me and say, Spence, you should have done this, you should have done that. We got a we, you know what I mean, uh behind the show, we've got our own stuff and 
if any of us do anything wrong, we've got group chat and it's like, nah, you're wrong. And then you got to come back, you got to hold your hand up to you, got to take it. Yeah. And then got, like, if, so this, this is what I'm saying. So it's like, that's nothing to do with support or unsupport. And I get this thing of like, oh, well, this, why can't we just be human beings sticking together? That's it. Right? I, I don't believe Simple as that. This channel certainly is not unsupportive. Um, and I think that when, when we, sometimes we just generalize too much, we're saying black people, it's all people that can Thank be unsupportive. You, you mm. always have a set of people. It's polarity. Um, but when you start to marginalize it and start to say black people, it's, you just putting yourself in a box. Because I'm sure it's not just black people that are unsupportive of AJ. It's all people. And it's just an opinion. So uh, I think that's as far as the color thing goes. But let's get back to the rule boxing. Because, we, you know, listen, I keep telling people, if you're still on this talk, then you just literally haven't learned anything. We've got to evolve as people. And uh, mm. if we're going to have a disc, we've got to be able to do what myself, Spencer and Ade do, which is come together and just talk the rules. And that's how you yeah. elevate. And, and aside from that, you're, you're not going to get free people that support AJ more. Like, find me free. Trust me. Find me free. Like, I'm called the biggest AJ fanboy in the world. Yes. You know, when I stick up for AJ. But I've also got to be real and say what I see. And help and I'm only critiquing AJ because I have him such a high standard. Yes. If I thought AJ yes. was a top 20 guy, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't say anything. I'd be watching it like, yeah, he's done well. I want AJ to be in that top three, top four conversation. But this like, is Addy, Addy, this is, this is what's needed. This, this is what is needed um, inside AJ's camp, right? Because after the fight, I saw Will, who works for him, Yeah. And he was in agreement with what I'm saying, but he was nervous in the, to agree. He was in agreement with what I'm saying. I said, bro, we've we got the this. Will, Will, the guy that works for... The works for Will Harvey. Um, Will Harvey. Right? He was in agreement. He was saying, you're absolutely right, Spence. But I can also see, you know what? I'm not telling the boss that because if I tell the boss that, me gone. I, mean, I, I, always enough. I always say this, Spence. How do you know? What? How do you know that he was nervous? How do you know that he didn't tell AJ? When you, when we How do I know? Turn, yeah. I could tell, I could feel, I could feel that energy. Sometimes our feelings ain't right. He ain't gonna, listen, Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah, sometimes yeah, you're right. But I don't believe that anyone's gonna go and tell AJ when it comes to that, especially somebody who is not the boxing person. He deals with <coughs> handling the fighters and all the rest. He's not really there to do with the technicalities and anything else like that. But what I am saying is this, Eddie Hearn is a fantastic salesman, right? Fantastic salesman. Eddie Hearn's own admissions is that, yep, yeah, I have to agree that AJ would be a would be the underdog going into fight Tyson Fury. Are you telling me something that we do not know? Mm. No, you're not. So for you to come out, you're the promoter. You've come out and said this that you know that wasn't support, that was not the performance that you was expecting. And the reason why I've known Eddie Hearn a very long time, right? Mm. And when he first come in the game, he used to be down at the Real Fight Club down in Liverpool Street. When we had the club down there, he used to be there regular. Be regular, sitting down, chatting, boxing, picking up bits. This is Eddie Hearn. He knows boxing because he's grown up in the sport. He's grown up around mm -hmm. fighters, right? So he he can recall the times when he used to be with Francis Ampofo and Herbie Hyde and these guys they used to go down the cafe to get breakfast. He knows this. So he knows when something is subpar and he's a promoter. That was a... If, he, if, if AJ went out and banged out Franklin in one or two rounds, all the headlines now... AJ's back, bring on Fury. And we say, boy, we don't know if you can fight Fury. But regardless, no, nah, but the way he busts up this guy, he's serious. We never saw that seriousness. I'm sorry. 
But I did, I did hear Eddie say that it was solid, but not destructive. So yeah, no, I, I spoke to Eddie. I spoke to Eddie prior to the fight, and we done something for the zone. And yeah. I said, I said, um, AJ round five. I think Eddie said round six. Yeah. Eddie did I say round six. Eddie expected a knockout. Eddie expected. <laughs> remember when when AJ sorry when White fought Franklin, AJ was there ringside. So AJ's already scouted that guy. Like you know what? Give me him. Give okay. Me, give, me, give me that guy. We'll, we'll take him. So they've already scouted him. But look again, going back to the training thing. I want to give AJ a bit of a blight. This is a guy that's not won a fight since December 2020. I mean, he's not won a fight for two and a half years. That, that was Kubat Pulev. Yes. Back-to-back defeats. We all saw the, the whatever you want to call it, mental breakdown after the Usyk fight. He's changed trainers now three times in three fights. This is a guy that's stuck in different styles. I don't know where he is. Let, let's see the next one. Let's see the next one. The biggest thing was the W. I'm super disappointed it wasn't a knockout. But there were times in that fight where I was like, oh, Franklin's getting get, getting closer. I was getting more nervous. At least he got the W. Addy, this guy we're talking about, Franklin, I, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm because I'm, I'm like, you know, I, I know how I felt last night. But Franklin has been boxing since he's four years old. Hmm. This guy has won numerous championships, amateur championships. Golden he Gloves. Was unde- he was undefeated before he fought <coughs> Dylan White. Yeah. So I'm saying that yes, we can say all this about AJ and you know what he what he didn't do and what we wanted, but I just want everyone to realize that Franklin is not a bum. Yeah. He ain't a bum. He's not a bum. Spence and ads. He's someone. He's solid. He's solid. And I'm going by that. We have to give Franklin a little bit more credit and also AJ a little bit more credit because as you just said, this is someone who hasn't won for so long. Yeah. Coming off two defeats. Last time he knocked out someone was was Pulev. And so with all what's happened, AJ, AJ has managed to win. And I feel that yes, as friends, as brothers, we do have to support him and we do have to tell him the truth. But I feel like we're going more on the negative side than the positive side. So what I want to know from you, Adi, what positives can we take from last night? A W. A W. Sometimes you just get the W, you move on. It's, sometimes you, it's not the best performance. You know what we like to do? And Spencer's the historian here. Sometimes we like to look at the fighters, the greats back in the day, and act like they didn't have bad performances. Ali, bad performances. Foreman, bad performances. Ken Norton, bad performances. Joe Fraser, bad performances. Everyone's had a bad performance, and you move on, and it's the next one. So let, let's let's give AJ some positives. The stamina was there at 18 stone three. I thought maybe he might start to slow down. He looked like the stamina was there. His jab looked good when I watched it back. Live, it didn't look great. A couple of body shots yes, looked good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so there are some good things to take from it. He got hit with a couple of big shots from Franklin. The legs didn't he wobble. Did. You know, like normally we see AJ kind of the legs wobble and he falls backwards. He took yes. those shots quite well. Yes. So there are some positives to take. But you know what yeah. it is though, Tund? I always try to... I don't want to be a hindsight guy, but I always try to go in to the, the fight with what I first thought. And what I first thought was AJ was going to run through him. Yeah. So when someone doesn't do what I think they're going to do, I'm like, oh man. Yeah. Like, why did you yeah. run through like, every, Everyone, everyone yes. thought AJ is going to run through him. So yes. that's the disappointing. And you're right. Maybe in a couple of years time, when Franklin gets a couple of good wins, we'll be like, AJ beat him, you know? And now yeah. look at this guy, Franklin. Because yeah. I heard that Franklin was sparring Dubois and Dubois couldn't land clean on this. Uh, so there's something there. But 
right now I, I'm still a bit hurt. Right now I have to be yeah. honest. With you. And, I, and, I, and, I, and, and I understand the pain because, you know, my auntie from Nigeria was laughing at me. Said, "Ah, you told me this boy was gonna beat him in four <laughs> four rounds. <laughs> look at him, look at him. He went twelve rounds." And I'm like, oh, you know, we got to give him some credit because he still won. Um, but yeah, definitely disappointment was there. As I said, when I watched it on TV, I was happy with what I saw now. Is the fight we would, next fight we want to see Tyson Fury? No. <laughs> no. No, no, it really isn't. It, it isn't. It isn't okay. because, um, like, look, as much as, as much as Tyson Fury annoys the hell out of me with what he does outside the ring, that boy in the ring, uh-uh. Nah, that yeah, boy he, in the he, ring is a very good fighter. And he's changed yeah. up his style as well. He's no yeah. longer that boxer mover. Now he sits down and he punches. And, yeah. you know, AJ can't bully him either. So for me, I, I want to see AJ have one more because he gets another training camp with, with Derek James. Get back to Texas. Get around Spencer. Sorry, get around Errol Spence and... Jamal no, you're Chico. right the first time. You're right the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe you fly out there, Spence. Frank Martin and the crew. Have one more. Whether that one yeah. more is Otto Volin or a Dillian White or a Hergovic, and then, then get Fury. Like, my yeah. thing was, if he looked good yesterday, if he knocked out Fury in round five, I was going to say straight away, do we want Fury next? And it, the crowd would have gone crazy. The crowd didn't even go crazy when I said, do you want Fury next? So the boxing crowd ain't stupid. They know he's yeah. not ready for that yet. So for me, yeah. one more and then potentially Fury. Okay, so based on last night's performance, Addy, um, how do you feel the Dylan White fight will go. Because the reason why I... I oh no, I want to hear how you feel. And then I want to hear how... AJ, AJ beats him. I think AJ beats him. I know it's funny because I spoke to a few people around the ring and everyone's like, no, nah, Dylan White. And I said, you've all got small memories. I said, Dylan White didn't look good against Frank Lever. <laughs> I think AJ, I think AJ beats him. Um, yeah, but the, AJ, the difference... Sorry to, sorry to cut you, my friend. The difference is Dylan White did wobble up Franklin. He did wobble him. He hurt him. Um, and 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 Frank Dillian White. Yeah, I know, but AJ didn't come remotely close to wobbling Franklin. He yeah. stung him. He never wobbled him. I think AJ with a win under his belt, which is important, a bit more confidence going in there, and he'll fight someone in Dillian White that's going to try and take his head off. I think that will hopefully. Like, I don't think AJ defensively fighting on the back foot's great. I think AJ on the front foot, and he will have to be against Dillian White. It's a better fighter, and I, I think Dillian White will leave open. Like, I love Dillian White. But technically, he ain't no Jermaine Franklin. We know that, guys. Dylan White will be swinging away and hopefully he leaves openings for AJ. But it'll be a good fight. But I think AJ wins. Yeah, the thing where I, where I'm, I feel that maybe Anthony needs a little hype man in the corner. <laughs> he needs a, a Boudini Brown. Because yeah. as you just said... He's got my phone you, number. <laughs> as you just said... You're too expensive. Um, yeah, I know. Okay, Spence, come on. You've you put yourself in a shop window from for the last 24 hours. We know what time it is. But, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is, there was times in that fight where I feel Josh needed the empty the tank line. He needed... <laughs> no, 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 I'm The empty the tank line. Is it a line now? Like and I'm telling you, bro, because, because I'm like, fam, rock it out with this guy. Because yeah. you're bigger than him. You're stronger than him. If he can't even hurt you. So, bro, just fight it. And I'm like, a lot of these trainers that I've worked with AJ, it's like they can't tell him the truth. It's like, this guy is a machine. He's a physical mm. specimen. 
The thing what made Universal Soldier successful in the beginning is that he will just run through brothers. Sorry, yeah. I'm talking a bit out of turning, right. but you, you went old Kent Road there. Guys. He would run through guys. So why would you now want to take that element away from him? Do you know how long it, te- it takes to teach someone how to box? So you're going to take a former WBA super, IBF, WBO, and IBO two-time unified champion at this stage of his career, how to box. Yeah. Come on, Addy. Yeah. It ain't going to yeah. work, bro. Ain't gonna what work. you do is just set him a jab and then just say, rock it out. Ain't gonna work. Ain't gonna. You're right. I mean, Malik Scott's not trying to teach. De- sorry, uh, Deontay Wilder how to box now. He's trying to teach him how to set up that right hand even more. And yep. the comparisons can be made because Wilder started boxing super late as well. So Wilder's yeah. not trying to turn into Mayweather, Mayweather or Muhammad Ali. He's just trying to land that right hand. That's all he's trying to do is land the right hand. I just want to get in the position. And AJ now, just just let him brawl. We need to see yes. him brawl a bit more. Just fight. Yes. I was screaming ringside and saying, fight. Don't box, just fight him. My friend, it must be a Nigerian thing because that's what Tundi was saying. He was saying, I said, Tundi, calm down. You're going to lose your voice and we need it for the show. He said, no, brother. No, look, look. About empty the tank, man. Just get on him. I said, Tundi, calm yourself down because I want to end on whose voice tomorrow. You know what I mean? Thank you very much, Alexander Wilson, for the $20. A former boxer whose friend with Derek James said that Derek had to start all over again with AJ because he learned so he learned so much bad technique and he had bad habits and that he had to unlearn them in unlearning in camp. Uh they had they had to tear no, up the they had to tear nonsense. the foundations down. Nonsense. And I get that. No 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 nonsense nonsense. As as Tunde just said this is a two-time unified heavyweight champion in the world Olympic gold medalist world championship silver medalist. What bad technique? Like Rob McCracken's right. no scrub, Robert Garcia's no scrub. AJ can box. We don't ask him to box. We ask him to fight. fight. Just fight. We're not asking yeah. him to box. You know what? It's it's not like I said since the Klitschko fight, yeah? Since the Klitschko fight AJ was thinking long-term. So I think in their camp, when, when he was Robert McCranky, they're saying, let's think more Klitschko-esque to elongate the jab, right? Uh, hit with a jab, wait for the right hand, and then cover up and then keep on moving side to side, right? And slow down his pace. I think before that, when AJ was on the on a come up, do you remember, like, I don't care that it was an old Michael Sprott. Do you remember how he just rolled away on Michael Sprott? That oh, was yeah. like... You're on a heavy bag and you know, like you do the 10 second burst, burst, you timing it. That's what it was. And I'm saying, let your hands go because when you let your hands go, I don't care who the guy is. But what I saw yesterday, I, I saw a man to me did not believe in his punching power. Right. And he'd throw the right hand and he'd snatch the right hand. Usually you throw the right hand, he'll throw the right hand and he'll wait for a bit. He was throwing the right hand, he was snatching because he thinks something's going to come back at him. Right. <sighs> Because of that, I just want him to wail away. Because I'm telling you, you if he wails away at anyone, you're not standing up to him, you know? I don't business you, you're not standing up to him. And I think Tunde hit the nail on the head, and some people might laugh at it, but you know when you get those corner men that give you all this great advice, sometimes you just need to empty the tank. Remember Emmanuel Stewart when he said to Vladimir Klitschko, just knock him out. Like, what are you doing? They're going to... Emmanuel Stewart can give you the best lines in the world. Yeah, Yeah. against David Hayden. Yeah. Another one... But he was like, just go and knock him out. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, because it's not complicated. You've got two arms. There's only <laughs> eight punches in boxing. One, two, 
three, four, five, six, and body, body, seven, eight. This ain't quantum physics. This is just bare face rocking. And I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> Tundi, you're not you're not an Upeka mistake now, mate. Yeah, we know we know the credentials of Anthony Joshua. This is why, if you go back to what I said in the beginning, don't we feel that this is as a mental situation? It must be a mental situation. It cannot be. You cannot. I, I heard what Alexander Wilson have said, has said about Derek James, and we've had to rebuild him. You look, Errol Spence, Charles, go and check their records. Mike Tyson's these kind of guys. These well, not Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson again is is kind of uh, uh, another unique individual. But even Mike was boxing from when he was 14, 15 years old. This is where over time they learn these skills. You can't teach someone, someone who's thirty three years old, how to box. You can't. You could. You if that's not a trainer, that's Houdini. That's magic. That is voodoo. That is Jojo. You ain't, you can't do it, Ade. It's not possible. <laughs> so all we need to do is tighten up AJ a little bit, tighten him up, which he which I saw last night. Because when I watched the fight today, it was like I was watching a big version of Errol Spence because that's how Errol blocks. Mm, Errol blocks mm. up upright, and uh, for a big man, perfect. So what you need to do, as you said, Ade, was just increase the offensive manner of Anthony Joshua, and that's it. it this ain't science. When you do that. You get, you can actually bring back the old AJ because he's like, you can't overpower me. So this is what I'm saying. It's more the words. The words are powerful. The words is what we need. And, and I thought that was the aim. When AJ came in that heavy, I was shocked. When I saw him, I was like, whoa, you're big. I thought, okay, this is an AJ then that's clearly going for destruction. Like, forget the boxing ability like we tried against Usyk because it's not going to work. Let's just go and bully this guy. I'm yes. too big. And even when he looked at him at the weigh-in, you know, AJ likes to walk tall as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, honestly, he looked down at Frank and like, you're too small. I'm going, yes. and then he, you know what though? I think AJ had a bit of a, a mental block. When he came into the ring after the walk-in and he kind of went nose to nose with Franklin and Franklin didn't back down. Yes. And I think AJ tried to psych him out there. And Franklin yeah. was like, bro, I'm from the hood. We're not psyching out nobody here. Mm. And I think AJ was like, okay. And AJ always tried it. Like after the rounds, AJ would stare him down and Franklin would look at him like, what? And I think AJ tried to bully him a little bit mentally and Franklin wasn't going away. So I think AJ kind of, that, that kind of, not intimidated AJ, but AJ's like, wow, this guy isn't scared of my size. He ain't yes. scared of my size at all, this one. And I yeah, think I'm, that played I'm, with his mind a little bit. Yeah, AJ made a great point. You know, when these guys come and fight him, they find something from within. <laughs> they, they come with extra energy. Yeah. And that is the cross... You know the former uh, two-time unified uh, champion as the bear. So again, he's at a level now. You know, you see Fat Baby Miller um, coming on the TV saying, "Yeah, AJ's yeah. this." Everybody wants it because they've seen last night and they think he's very, very vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, before we carry on, let's uh, shout out to Alexander Wilson. He says, "Shout out to Ade. I remember when he was doing videos with Ryan like twelve years ago now." He's covering the biggest fight. So big up my brother Adi. Um, he's we know he's Mr. Everywhere. Um and big up Monty Singh. Go ahead, Spence. If AJ can get right mentally in fighting opponents off where he's throwing four or five punch combos, off then 
He has a chance against Fury. I still visualize AJ knocking out Fury with an uppercut that lands, oh, the uppercut on the inside, but needs warm-ups. Right. Let me just cut there. AJ's not going to become a four-punch combination fighter again. And I'll tell you why, because there's two aspects of a fighter's career. One when you're younger and one when you're older. The young AJ was a fearless combination puncher fighter. Because of his experiences, because of the defeat and the manner of defeat, it has made him more a punch picker. So I don't ever feel we're going to get back that, um, my man he just put, we ain't going to get back that. I mean, if you look at Floyd Mayweather, go and watch Floyd when he was a super yeah. feather. Go yeah. and watch Floyd, um, the second part of his career. People were saying it's boring because yeah. he wasn't engaging no more. So we've gone past that. That eight, that AJ ain't coming back. This is a mental rebuilding. And that's it. I'm, nobody's con going to convince me. And people were saying last night, go to Tunde and everything like that. It ain't that. It ain't never that. A fighter, and again, this is why I respect Anthony Joshua so much, because he said it in the interview with you, Spence. He said, I don't want to put pressure on um, um, Derek James. Because mm. evidently it's me. And I, I, I like when I hear things like that, because that sounds like Anthony Yard to me. Mm. And so if that is the case, which it is, then it's the people around him. And it's very difficult. Because I know man saying, bro, this is my paycheck. <laughs> this is money. Yeah. I'm telling this brother what he wants to hear. Yeah. And so sometimes, and that's why I say, um, um, and correct me if you feel I'm wrong, Addy, that you have the Derek James in there, but you also have a brother in the corner that's saying, hey, bro, come, like, you know, what's I, I, thought, I thought that brother was Benga. Like, where's Benga? Okay, okay. No, you I, know I what? Benga yesterday. Benga, 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 Benga isn't that person to say, come on, let's go do this. He's not he's that not person. That now, he's, he's very laid back, but what I must say about Benga, the brother knows boxing. Like, <laughs> made him yeah. talk. Mm. He knows he knows boxing. And he was also an ABA champion. Why is that played down? Mm. The man was a national champion as an amateur in Austin. Right? Yeah, I mean, listen, there's a, lot, there's a lot we don't see. We only see certain man face value. We don't know the kind of person they are. And I just, I don't think it's that AJ doesn't know what's best for him. I just feel that, so, uh, you know, even if he doesn't listen to the show, he doesn't listen to Ade's show, and he only speaks to Ade when he sees him, I don't think he does. I think he listens to it. All we're trying to do is just add little things to this boat because, as you said, Ade, right from the top, we want to see the best for for him. And um, I just don't think this is nothing to do with boxing. I, I just feel, and I'm going to reiterate it, this is a mental rebuilding job. Yeah. And last night was step one. Momentum now, momentum now has been gathered. So let's continue to support our guy and, um, you know, just tell him how we feel because that's what true friends do, right? Fact. Mm -hmm. Fact. Yeah, right but the me. thing about it is this, Tun. When true friends say how this goes, yeah, what happens is you got, there's a lot of gas man around Anthony Joshua, right? Who will say, oh, look, do you see? He said, da because I got that. Yeah, I mean, I get no, no, I'm gonna be wrong. I mean, I'm keeping this in 100. I get a phone call from, from uh, I get a phone call from KD, who's my guy. Thank you for the tickets for myself and Tundi for last night. And he goes, He goes, Oh, yeah, man, man, I had to tell, put man in their places trying to say that you're trying to diss Josh because you said, like, if Josh don't knock out this man win six rounds, he should retire. And I'm saying, This is why I know that it's not boxing people around it. You know what I mean? It's like me saying, It's like me saying, 
um, Liverpool playing scumfoop, right? Liverpool better beat them 6-0. If they don't beat them 6-0, they should dash away all their trophies in the, in the, in the trophy cabinet, right? But this is, this, is, this is what you get when you get people who are not boxing people, but you're around the heavyweight or former heavyweight champion of the world and you've got his ear for a little piece and they feel threatened by somebody who will possess something that they don't know. So the okay. easiest thing to do is like, oh, they must be a hater or they must do the alert because they don't have our opinion and we're not, we're not kissing. These not kissing AJ's bottom like the rest of us. No, Addy is the biggest fanboy for Anthony Joshua. I'm telling people this now. He's the, from, from way back, Right? Okay. Tundi supports Tundi wants to say a bad word against Annie Joshua. Right? So when somebody's saying something, it is constructive, meaning that it's constructive and it's constructive supposed criticism to be added as helium because we want your balloon to rise. Okay. Yeah. So we actually was meant to finish now, but while he's in the building, I want Ade to just stay with us for the let's just at least give this man who absolutely deserves all the respect. And uh, it's a great honor and pleasure to have him with us tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you a scribe. We call him a boxing scribe. These men are scribes. We bow, we bow humbly. Powerful scribes, scribes. The one, the only, a man who knows a thing or two about heavyweight. Oh, Mr. Mr. I'm calling him King Tommy Brooks. Hey, how you guys doing? How, how you doing, Tommy? Hey, got Tommy in the building. Come Thank on, you so on. much for jumping on. I just got the message through, and I said, "There's no way that we're going to end the show, even though we're meant to end in an hour." And I'm sure uh, our producer Gary will forgive me because we cannot have a legendary man like you who work with all the greats, right? All of the greats. You know what I mean, Mike McCullum, Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield, Perna. I go for a whole list of guys who you've worked with, right? Thank you. Much too kind. Did you did you did you see did you see Annie Joshua's fight last night? No, I, I actually I didn't see it, but uh, I got the reports on it. Oh, we've lost oh, Tommy. No. Oh, we've lost Tommy. Hopefully, he's gonna jump back in. Text some Wi-Fi. Him text some Wi-Fi. Is any updating from? Dial up. Dial up Wi-Fi. We, yeah, we, we've got to get Tommy. No, there's no way the show can end. No way. Don't no worry. I'm going to send back a text. We're, we're going to give him a couple of minutes to come in. Um, but what a, what a great guy to give us a view and opinion. And, um, and even if he didn't see the fight, which he just said, at least um, he knows Anthony's probably got the reports on it. And he can just, just give us our views on Because it's all about trying to help Anthony Joshua moving forward and uh, what he feels can be done. Uh, have we got him? I heard something come up. Yes, Tommy's here again. Let's Thank you very up. much, Mr. Brooks. Okay, babe, no problem. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> right, Tommy, Tommy, thanks again for jumping on the fight. Right. What I'd like to say to you is this, Tommy, yeah? Um, Anti-Joshua Box yesterday, um, it, it wasn't a, a, a star performance, but he got the win, right? right. What advice What advice would you give That's to somebody... To win. <laughs> Yeah, is exactly. What advice would you give to someone like Anthony Joshua, who has, who's trying to come back and regain former former glories and former greatness? What advice would you give him to get back his mind mentally? Go go back, look at some of your your former fights before. See, I see how you what you did, how you did it, and and react to it. You know. Mm. 
you have Gunton. to make adjustments. For, for, for every action, there's a reaction, so you, you got to know how to make the adjustments. So, so I mean, basically what you're saying, um, Tommy, is that he, he should go back to his former self or exactly. look at that and study that. Exactly. And see, mm. see what made it successful there and it rejuvenated in itself. That's very interesting. Sometimes some guys get you know they get a bunch of fights under your belt and you and you lose focus on what you how you got to where you are, you know. Whatever whatever made you successful, that's what you gotta stick with. But Tommy, isn't there also the argument that sometimes and look, you know, like when it's your favorite fighter, you almost want to see your favorite fighter go on forever and be that guy forever. Like, you know, I I remember like watching Michael Jordan and the greatest basketball player ever. Jordan towards the end wasn't that guy anymore. Isn't there a point where sometimes you just you just can't go back to that? Age, sparring wars, defeats, mental battles means you can't get back what you had five well, years ago. Regardless, for, for instance, look look at look at Muhammad Ali. He stuck with what he was doing all along. You know, look at. Jordan I agree Ali. with you. To he, he did stick with that, but Ali's style of boxing did evolve though, because. Um, when he when he when he came back after 19, 1971 when he when he when he came back, Ali's legs weren't the same. So Ali kind of changed his style up. Adjust, readjust, readjust. <laughs> mm. That's my answer mm. to that. Adjust, mm. readjust, readjust. I, I mean, I, I don't dis- totally disagree with you because I said it yesterday. If you look at the heavyweights and uh, Anthony Joshua in particular. He doesn't appear to be that worn. He still looks fresh to me. You know, he still speaks well. And so um, wouldn't it be difficult for him to go back to that style if we don't have the same team? Because as you said, the old fighters, they were solid. Their teams were solid. And most of them went through the career with the same team. The, The fighters nowadays, they seem to hop trainer to trainer to trainer. So don't you think that has an effect on him? Well, of course it has an effect, you know, that's, but like I said, you got adjust, readjust, readjust. Mm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tommy, um, who, who would you say was the best fight that you ever worked with? Cause you worked with quite a few. How many world champions in total did you work with, sir? Uh, I think 20, 20, 25. 25 world champions. Yes. Like, who would you say, like, were your top 10 fighters, or top five fighters that you worked with? Oh, geez, that's, that's a tough one right there because they were all... I know, that's what I'm asking you, sir. I, I couldn't really call that one. That's, like I said, they were all special fighters. Okay. What what kind of... I mean, one, one of the questions I would ask you, in terms of the training, how fighters train nowadays... What is the major significance you see? Because it seems to me that fighters, I mean, fighters of your time could do 15 rounds and, they, you know, and, and look like they could fight two, three times for the week, let alone a 12-rounder three times a year. What I see nowadays is fighters, they aren't in shape. <laughs> you know, once they get to a certain status, they think that the shape comes automatic. You got to put in the work. You know, you got to be in shape to get in shape. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Because well, I, I hear a lot you of fighters that depend on, on the abilities. 
if you if you have the ability, you still got to be in shape to make that work for you. Okay, tell me if you if you if you had the the role of Anthony Joshua's new trainer, he's he's come to New York to America. He's had what would you do? Where would you start with him? Would you, would you try to bring him down to the learning the basis of boxing? Is that even possible at this stage of his career? No, I, I would just readjust what he's already doing. I mean, he, the, the kid, is, he's very successful. He's good at what he does. So you, you, all you got to re reinstate that in it, you know? Yes. We're yes. getting to the top. You need to, to go right back to that. Mm. Yes, this is what I said. This is what I said. Fundamentals. This is what I said. This is mm. what I said. Anyway, we don't want to hold you up too long, Tommy. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, Tommy, before you go, sir. Before you go, Tommy, before you go, um, are you making a comeback as a trainer? Because you was out for a little bit. I, I'm hearing word through the grapevine that you're, you're going to be making a comeback as a trainer. Is that true, sir? Yes, of course. <laughs> All you gotta do is call me. <laughs> I'll be All right, there. now you you've heard that. Anybody trying to get hold of Tommy Brooks, go to the Fight Is White website and write in and say you're looking for a trainer for in Tommy Brooks, and we'll do the hookup for you. And out of that, me and Tommy want our ten percent. Thank you, brothers. <laughs> now take care. Absolute legend, the one and only Mister Tommy Brooks. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very Goodbye, much, guys. Yes, sir. Goodbye. Yes, ben, sir. We went eight minutes, minutes over the time, over. but I think Gary can forgive us for that one. Um, I just got a message through, like, Tommy Brooks would like to jump on the show. I'm honoured that Tommy Brooks actually listens to the show, you know, um, at that time. Because um, these men, what is he's up in his 70s now. So that's yeah. an honour. Can I just say you, something, Spence? Go on. You got to readjust and adjust. <laughs> it's too <laughs> <laughs> you got to readjust and adjust. Bruv, I'm taking that into the gym. I'm taking that Bruv, into the gym. That's a bar, you know. They, you see, <laughs> it's a, I don't business. Like, there's no, there's no, like, Tony, the uniqueness of our show is that you have to tune in on a Sunday because you never know who you're going to get. But now, you know I mean? But Tony, seriously, you got to readjust to adjust, my friend. <laughs> Fam. I know it's Tommy Brooks, but you know me. You know me, I love a laugh. <laughs> Man asked him the same question five times. And he just said, readjust and adjust. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Big up Tommy Brooks. Bro, this is what I'm trying to say. Sunday, you got to just keep it real. Readjust and adjust. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is absolutely a fantastic, bro, I'm crying. <laughs> That's absolutely a fantastic way to end the show. Let me just thank Mr. Ade, Mr. Boxing Talk, the one and only, the one, Mr. The Zone, a great, great um, person in boxing right now has come up from the gram and uh, he's put himself in a fantastic position. And uh, it was it's been an absolute pleasure having him here with us tonight um we had crazy even now as we talk there's over 700 people online press the like That's button mad. press the That's subscribe crazy. button 
um, and adjust, readjust, and just, man. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and to we end the show. Stick to the fundamentals. <laughs> stick to the fundamentals, man. We'll catch you there and go watch your old fights. <laughs> watch your old fights and adjust, readjust, and adjust. Ladies and gentlemen, dream it, believe it, man, and just become it. Readjust to adjust and come on up. <laughs> Peace to Fingers. We'll be bringing you some more on the inside this week because Gary has just been bullying me up regular, saying, nah, Spence, you got this blinking black book for what? What you got it for? So I said, right. So I have to start using it because I don't want that little that little short man to come after me and start punching me up. Right. But I'm just so grateful. It was a fantastic time yesterday. And you know what? The nicest thing I even posted, the nicest thing is this. When you have a select amount of friends that you can go out and you can eat a meal with and break bread. So it was so, it was like yesterday, me and Tony was out and it was just, it was nuts. It was just so nice. It's just really, from where we've come from, it's really nice. It was so nice. Massive thank you to Shukra for the incredible meal that we had down there in the O2. Lovely to see our, my, my, my little nephew, Auntie Yard, coming, but he ain't so little. He's, he's humongous, Tundi. Tundi, I see the boy's chest, you know. I looked on his chest and I said, it's some superhero business, you know. Yeah. You know, like... Answer beast, man. Answer beast. Nah, Answer for real. It's some incredible Hulk chest. Answer beast. Answer beast. All right, let's lock it off. Ten yeah, minutes man. over. Thank you, everyone, for joining us again this evening and um, have a great week. Um, and we will be back next week to continue our... Right, Tony, man, sorry, man's already tweeted that. Readjust to adjust. Man's laughing. <laughs> Big up Paul Johnson. <laughs> we, will be, we will be back next week, same time, same place, to continue our great dialogue on the sport we all love. Ladies and gentlemen, I say it one more time. Dream it, believe it, become it. Readjust to adjust. Come on up. <laughs> Later. <laughs> Later. Oh! Sports Social Podcast Network.